Today we're going to talk about your personal branding as a pastor and why that's important. Wait, what? Well, you'll find out more next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other resources for your life and ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. It's another exciting episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Steve Lacey, how are you today on this wonderful day in Tucson, Arizona? I am doing well. I didn't mention to you earlier, but we got a text um, from our son at late last night, late for us, saying his wife's water broke. So they're in the hospital. All um, right. Baby on the way. Maybe today. All if right. She's lucky. So. And that's their first. I mean, you've got all bunch, you got a bunch first. of kids, but this is the first that's happening. That, that is their first and our yeah. fifth grandchild. So, well, that's great. Well, good for you. All yeah. right. Well, that's exciting. All right. Um, okay. So, uh, before we jump into our guest today and, and talk about our, our topic here, which I think is going to be an interesting topic, uh, we do have a, another webinar coming up. It's coming up in November, November 14th. So we'll, we'll get this podcast out pretty quick. So you'll have plenty of time to sign up for it. And so I'll put Steve on the spot again. Steve, what's this webinar that we're doing in November? The webinar is about repurposing your sermons. All right. So it's leveraging your recorded sermons. Yeah. Uh, most pastors and staff spend the majority of their time getting ready, preparing for and delivering Sunday morning services. And then they right. start all over Monday morning. And so there's no time yeah. to feed the flock during the week. So this is some uh, tools that we've put together, some AI tools that will allow you to feed your uh, feed your flock during the week. Content. Yeah, you can use the content that you've worked so hard on for your sermon. And instead of it being one and done, uh, it can be used mm-hmm. other ways. Other ways, yes. Yeah, other formats, other content. All right, good deal. Excited. That's November 14th. And people can sign up for that by going to webinar streamingchurch.tv. Exactly. It's, it's free. All right. Good deal. All right. So let's jump into our topic today. Our uh, This is episode number 403. And we're going to call this the tension between personal brand and growing a church. And so today's guest is the co-founder and president of Leverage Brands. And by trade and training, he's an intellectual property attorney who helps Grammy Award-winning songwriters producers, New York Times bestselling authors, and other creative professionals who are at the intersection between their business and their art. Please welcome Chase Neely to the Church Solutions Podcast. Chase, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're glad to have you here today. It's uh, we're, I'm, it's, it's fun to do these webinars or these podcasts. We do webinars, but podcasts because we talk a lot of, about a lot of different things besides technical stuff, which is kind of what we do for a living. So uh, the tension between personal brand and growing a church. So uh, I think you reached out to me and you talked about personal branding and stuff. And I said, what? Uh, You know, I was in ministry for years and uh, personal branding for me was not anywhere near 
on the radar for me. Now, I understand you want to brand your church, so to speak, and maybe brand some other things. So, um, so I'm interested to, to get your take on all this stuff. So, uh, I'm going to let Steve answer. I'm going to let Steve ask a few questions. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll I answer. mean, you're the, the co-founder and president of Leverage Brands. What does Leverage Brands do? Well, I think Why would I need we, them? We have made it as simple as making our name the sentence of what we do. We leverage brands. Uh, so what we mean by that is we help brands reach the most people that they can online. Uh, through digital marketing activities like uh, content marketing. You mentioned repurposing sermons. That sounds like a great idea to me. I have a lot of ideas on how to do that. Um, and there's there's a lot of different ways that we can help you just amplify the message. And that's really what we that's really what we do. Okay. So I'm trying to figure this out. Personal or intellectual property attorney. I actually had an engineer that worked for me and went on to get to become a intellectual property attorney. So what you just described about leveraging your brands and, and the attorney part don't go together in my head. How does how do those how do those fit together? Uh, you're not the only one who's asked me that question, Steve. I think it started with my wife. Um, we've been married for about 13 years, and I still don't think she understands fully what I do. And some days I don't either. Uh, but really, what what it comes from is I have this desire, this passion, and really calling to help creative professionals amplify their their message. Um, I have done that as an intellectual property attorney. I have done that as a chief marketing officer at an author management company. Uh, I have done that as the president and co-founder of Leverage Brands. But whatever it is, I'm trying to get all the minutia out of the way for that creative professional so that they can focus on the message and the communication of the message. Um, and we handle the rest. We handle the back end of that. And as an attorney, it's the contracts. You know, if you're going to speak somewhere, what contract do we need to have? What writer do mm -hmm. we need to have, et cetera? If it's on the digital marketing side, it's how do you build a website? How do you get the email list set up so that you can send out the messages? Um, so really, it's it's a core mission that I have to help these creative professionals. And it's really been realized a couple of different ways through my career. All right. So Phil put together some questions. I like the very first one. <laughs> You yeah. ask it, Phil. Yeah, yeah. So let's say I'm a pastor listening to this podcast, which uh, we have a lot of you know people, pastors and ministry listening to this, uh, besides tech people. And I'm pastoring a church of about 200 people right now. Why in the world do I need to think about personal branding for me? I think it's core to why these pastors do what they do. Um, and I, I've had the privilege of working with a lot of pastors. I've had the privilege of being in a lot of great churches. Um, but really, what is the gospel? It's good news. What is what is the truth of the good news? It has to be shared to be received, right? And so having a strong personal brand can help you do that. It can help you um, follow this, this verse in Proverbs, which one of our brands we work with uses in his speeches for real estate agents. But I think it's very applicable to pastors as well. In Proverbs 3.27, it says, do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. If your mission as a pastor is to preach the good news, that's the good that you have to give the world. Then isn't it also your duty to make sure that reaches as many people as possible? And if you're if you're not looking at 
the way that you can disseminate that information online, you're missing a huge avenue that's possible. It's why churches have started streaming, right? It's why churches have uh, started repurposing sermons and doing all these things. You're, you're getting that news to as many people as possible. And your personal brand can help you with that. It has not been done well in the church, really. Um, and I think that's that's why I'm here today. I want to say that it can be done well if it's done authentically. And I think that that's that's the crux of the issue. I, I jumped to putting pastors into certain buckets, I guess, is kind of where, you know, you may think of, uh, well, that guy, he's a fire and brimstone guy, or this guy is very um, contemporary and relatable, or this guy, or this girl, you know, whatever it may be. Um, is that part of the personal brand? Is that what what we're talking about or not? I think it 100% can be. The personal brand is really just an authentic expression of yourself. And it's the only thing that you carry from calling to calling. So if you're going from church to church, that personal brand follows you. It's who people know you as. And it might be based on the style of sermon that you preach, like you're talking about, Steve. Mm -hmm. Or it might be um, based on the way that you relate to people. Or it might be the type of organizations that you want to volunteer with in your community when you come to a new church. It might be any of these things. But when you look at it holistically, that's the personal brand that you're building. And it's it's really about authentic expression of how God has called you to relate to people. Um, and it can be through the church, but it can also be outside the church. So as I, I, I guess what you're saying is I need to be aware of what my, I mean, does it, does it just naturally happen or is it something that I would need some coaching to get shaped? Man, you, it, this just, Question after question, that's good. I love it because it sets me up so well. Thank you, Steve. All right. <laughs> but I do think um, I've heard people talk about culture and they say your business has a culture. You're either being intentional about building it or it's happening to your business. It's the same thing here. You're either being intentional about building your personal brand or it's happening to you. Um, and I think what really has been the challenge in the church specifically is there's been a crafted personal brand for pastors. It's been something that's not necessarily completely authentic because you don't feel like you can share your whole self with your congregation. And maybe there's some value to that. I'm not saying that that's not necessarily 100% true, but an authentic personal brand is one that endures because people see you for who you are and they're more likely to want to listen to what you have to say. And at the end of the day, for a pastor especially, what you have to say is not you it's the gospel. And so you're preaching the gospel and people need to hear it. So as you're building your personal brand, uh, wouldn't you want people to have, to listen to what you have to say? And that's really all we're trying to do is to be authentic and building it. Um, it's not crafted. It's an authentic expression, but it's an intentional, authentic expression of who you are. Okay. Let me, let me jump in here. So when I think of personal branding, I think of somebody like, like Rick Warren, for instance, you know, who's, I guess recently retired, but he, he's got his own, even when he was at Saddleback, he created his own pastors.com and resources and all that stuff. But, but I'm not Rick Warren, you know, I'm, I'm pastoring a church of 125 people. Uh, so my next question is, well, who should build a personal brand? I think anybody who wants to reach people How about that, if you want to reach people with the good news, you need to build a personal brand. Um, and the way that you do it is different. I'm not going to give you a Rick Warren strategy 
if you're pastoring a church of 125 people. It doesn't make sense. You need to start with where you are and you need to build a personal brand in the community where you are. Um, I think of obviously Rick Warren's a great example, but my uncle was a pastor for a very long time in the same community and he built a personal brand as a storyteller. So everybody would come to his church around Christmas because he would have his Christmas story that he would share. Um, And he wasn't in a church of however many tens of thousands that Rick Warren was in, but people knew what to expect when they came to his church and they came to it because of those things. Uh, And through that, he was able to share the good news. So I think that it's, it's a, it's a logical expression of who you are as a person. And it starts with where you're planted in that time. And then it can grow and expand as you go different places or as your church grows, et cetera. But uh, it's, it's where you are at the time and then it continues to expand. So the, the, there's the personal brand, which would be the senior pastor leader of the church. Then there's, there's a brand that the church is also um, creating and communicating. Sometimes they're out of sync. What's, which is more important to focus on the, the church's brand or the, or the pastor's brand or, and if they're, if they're at going in different directions, what, how do you resolve that? Yeah, it's good. Um, and I think I was on a pastor search committee recently, uh, which is just a terrible job. Never do it. Um, <laughs> but we had that same question pop up. It was very clear. Like there were some pastors who were coming in with their mission and they wanted to put their mission on top of the church versus what the church was meant to be in that community, you know, what the church's mission was. And it's the same thing with a personal brand. Um, it's best if they're completely aligned, right? That's best. We can't we can't negate that. But if they're not completely aligned, then I think the paycheck <laughs> where you're getting that check from is going to determine which one is more important in that time. That doesn't mean you don't build a personal brand outside of the church um, if you're going to do it authentically and in the right ways. But it does mean that you're focused on making the church known in the community and your personal brand kind of takes a backseat to that. We work with a lot of authors And they always say, am I supposed to build a personal brand and a platform or am I supposed to write a good book? The good book always is the first thing. You got to have a good book or the personal brand doesn't happen. You got to have a healthy church or the personal brand is not going to matter. I don't think people are going to want to listen to a personal brand pastor, uh, a pastor who's built a personal brand who's in a church that's failing. You know what I mean? The church health has got to come first. Um, But that personal brand can be built alongside of that. Yeah. Are there, are there brands that personal brands that, that, that don't work well with the type of church? I, mean, I, I, what I'm thinking of is there's a church and I would consider it a large, very conservative, traditional church. And the pastor really, I got to know him before I ever saw him preach. And I was just amazed at the style of preaching he had. It was it was very different from that. Is there so his brand would have been you know very different than you know I, I would I it would have caught me off by surprise. Are there brands that don't go together, or and how do I shape them? How do I shape my brand? Well, and I think that it's it's a question that you as a pastor have to ask um, when you're hiring staff, for instance. It's, it's the same as a culture fit question. Does this person's personal brand fit with what we're doing? Um, and it's probably a little more intuitive than we're giving credit for, right? 
because it's something that you you inti- intuitively know. Like this is not going to fit at our church. This type of preaching is not going to fit at our church. And um, if you get into a situation where they're not meshing, you got to make a decision as a church body. Are we going to go with the personal brand of the pastor? We're going to go with the church's mission, vision, values. And I think it's probably the church's mission, vision, values is the right answer. Um, but to be intentional about crafting it might mean that the church's a, a core value of the church needs to change to fit the pastor that's come in. Like if the pastor's coming in as a um, truth, like, a, you know, it's like a confrontational truth teller pastor. And mm-hmm. it's been kind of a complacent um, people pleasing congregation to that point. Um, those two might be able to mesh in, in a really unique way, but you have to intentionally think through those things to make sure that they do. Um so I wouldn't say that you just throw it away if it doesn't fit immediately. I think you say, can we work these things together? And if you can't, then what needs to change? Which one Which one needs to change the most? So so what are some things that I do to build my brand? So, I think one of the things you can do is go listen to the webinar that you guys are going to do about repurposing content. Because one of the key things that a personal brand needs is content to share. And if you've preached a sermon, you have content that can be shared throughout the different avenues of your church, whether it's the church's social media or whether it's your own personal social media. Um, One thing that our pastor does, and our church is not large by any stretch of the imagination, but one thing that he has done is say, I have to be on Facebook because my people are on Facebook. And so if I'm going to share my message, I got to be on Facebook to 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 be with my people. And so he'll share his message. He'll write a blog. He'll write a reflection on scripture, um, whatever it is, but he's consistently posting content. And with a pastor specifically, that consistency in posting content is going to be a key part of of building your personal brand. Um, And I would honestly test the platform. So if you think it's Facebook, test Facebook for a while. If you're not getting any traction or results, your congregation might not be there or they might not know you're there. So maybe friend your congregation on Facebook. if that's not working, maybe go to Instagram if, if Instagram doesn't work, but test different platforms so that you can meet your people where they are online. And by consistently posting where your people are online, it will naturally grow. The personal brand will naturally grow. And that organic growth is something that you can do while also building the church. So if I, I mean, actually, I know pastors that... um it's not natural for them. So you're, you gave a great example, you know, posting on Facebook. They're like, oh, I don't want to post on Facebook, but they know that they recognize the church expects you to post on Facebook. And so it, I, I assume there's a, there's a conflict there, right. Of the, you know, it's drudgery for the person to build their personal brand by posting every day. It's, and you would recommend going ahead and do that rather than, being your more of your authentic self and maybe hiring somebody to do it for you, or I don't know. <laughs> well, who are you going to trust with, with your personal brand? Is it going to be you initially, or is it going to be somebody else? Yeah. yeah. And and the hard thing, and perhaps a pastor who's listening needs to hear this. And it's from the first line of Rick Warren's book, but I, I, <laughs> that's, that's a coincidence. It's not about you. Your personal brand at the end of the day is not about you. It's about who God has called you to reach. Hmm. Okay. And so if they're on Facebook, part of obedience then becomes reaching out to them on Facebook 
And it's, it's almost like we mentioned at the very beginning, it's almost an imperative at that point. Um, so just remember that building a personal brand is not always going to be comfortable for you, but it's not about you. It's about the people uh, you're trying to reach. Yeah, that makes sense. It's kind of like uh, a uh, physical fitness routine somewhat. It's like, um, this is who God's designed me to be. It's not in my nature to be what I'm expected to be. So I've got to, so, okay, that kind I mean, of makes sense. Yeah, Steve, that question kind of sounded like Moses talking to God and saying, I don't speak well. What do you want me to do, <laughs> God? Sorry. And maybe you do have an Aaron in your church that you can talk to and they'll post for you. But sometimes you're going to have to speak, you know, and I think that that's God consistently puts us in uncomfortable situations to refine us to become more like him. Right. Yeah. So what so when people and you've been doing this for a while now, Chase, so when people try to do these do their personal brands, I mean, sometimes they're successful. Sometimes they fail. Why, why, why do they fail? I think it comes down to really three things. One is they have so many options that they they are almost an, uh, paralyzed by that analysis. They're like, I have so many things that I could do. I don't know what to do, so I'm not going to do anything, right? And to them, I would say, do something. It almost doesn't matter. Just try something. So that's number one. Number two is kind of a shiny object syndrome. So they're going to say, I'm going to try this. And if it doesn't work in 30 minutes, I'm going to try the next one. And if I'm if that doesn't work, I'm going to try the next one. And what you end up having is a lot of failed projects because you didn't give them the time to succeed. Um, and they're not done well. So it's done fast, but not well. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're talking about the parable of the sower. Some, some seeds are going to fall on the rocks. Some seeds are going to fall on fertile ground. Um, some seeds are going to fall underneath the shade, whatever it is. But you have some people who won't do anything because they're overwhelmed. You have some people who will do everything because they so desperately want it to work. And then the third reason that it fails is just simply a lack of authenticity. You are more available as a pastor than you ever have been in the history of time to your people, online, in the community, et cetera. Um, And so you have to be authentic in all of those settings. And that's hard, but it's necessary. So, so walk me through the process. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Phil's guy of church of, I don't know, 200 people or so. And pastor has a certain personality and things he likes to do. And the church has a certain presence. And so we come to you and say, our, we don't really have a brand or our brand is weak. Chase, how, how can you help me shape my brand? What, what are the, what are the first steps that you would do? Um, to st- start moving you know, forward. I guess one of the steps would be I need to figure out what brand I want to be or or what I should be. What, what, how does that work? What do you do? Right. do you, you look at websites? Do you look at... How does it work? I think, you, I think you can start there, but I like to start more foundationally than that. So I'm going to look at the core values of the person and I'm going to look at the core values of the church. What are the things that we believe um, that are just the core of who we are? And we're going to really... If they're not honed in, we're going to hone those in. And then second, what is our core mission? So what? how are we going to reach these people? Why are we trying to reach these people? Why are we here, really, is the question. Why are you here as a church? Why are you here as a pastor? And if we can get that mission together with those core values, 
then we got something that we can cook with because we're going to start identifying the people who need that in your community and we're going to go after them. And how we do that, number one, is you ask the congregation, why are you here? And maybe not that abruptly, but you say, what has drawn you to this church? Why are, why are you in this community of believers? Um, and you and you try to understand that so that you can find more people like that to come in. And hopefully more people not like that to come in. But different backgrounds, different areas that are in your community that, that can come to the church based on your core values, that mission, and then that core customer. And yeah, we've got a, we've had a saying over the years is you, you attract who you are was kind of the, I mean, Phil's familiar with that, right? What we had for a certain while and we were at the same church for a while and we were a, a very music oriented church, I thought for a while. And we, we tended to attract other musicians and other people of that ilk. Um, that, I think that personality has changed for us over the years, but yeah. um well, that's because the senior pastor was a musician. And uh, and then as time went on, he kind of handed that off to other people like me and other people. Uh, and so and then he's focused more on on teaching. And uh, I think that that's probably the transition that happened uh, that I can see. So yeah. I, I can certainly see that uh, as the case. Uh, so, look, uh, I'm buying into this idea. You know, I'm listening to uh, Chase Neely here on the Church Solutions Podcast. I'm buying into this. Uh, I've got, uh, can I do this all myself as a pastor or can I build a team? And if I want to build a team, wh where do I start? I love it. Um, and there's two calls to action, right? One of them's over my shoulder. I have this book, Every Step Counts. My business partner and I wrote this. It's a step-by-step -step guide on how to build a platform for authors to launch a okay. book. Um, and I think it's completely applicable to building a personal brand as a pastor. Um, the other thing is at leveragebrands.co slash pod, I have opened up time on my calendar for your listeners. Uh, and so I would love to talk to you about the challenges that you're facing. And if you're if you're having trouble understanding these things, I'd be I'd be happy to talk to them and, and continue to just help you understand. Um I think what it comes down to for me, Phil, is that. It's not different than what you're doing already. It's just utilizing the digital space to expand that reach, right? You're trying to reach people. You're trying to reach people one-on-one -on -one in your community. This is a way to expand that to the digital community as well. Um, and so I have opened up time on my calendar. And if you want to just try to go after it on your own, you can do it. You absolutely can do it because a lot of pastors have. You just, uh, every step counts as a good resource for that. Now, what's the website again? Leveragebrands.co slash pod. Okay. All right. Dot co, not dot com, but co. Leveragebrands.co. All right. Okay. Good deal. All right. Stephen, any other questions for Mr. Neely? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, there's, we much, could go on and on here. I'd yeah, be, I'd be uh, starting a new chapter, and we're kind of late in the podcast. So... I hesitate yeah. to start a new chapter right now. Well, we could always have Chase on again if he wants to come on. So yeah. we could certainly, this is, I think this is a very fascinating topic. And I, and I see where you're going with this. And I think that uh, it's, it's, I see what you're saying. And I think it makes a lot of sense. So I'm glad that we had you on today. 
so appreciate that very much. Okay, so um, again, people can get a hold of you at leveragebrands.co. Uh, that's the main website and you'll you're willing to talk to people and give them a little bit of advice that would be great i think people should take advantage of that i think it's a great opportunity especially you know a lot of pastors are thinking about writing books or have written books and and doing some other things and so i I think that's a great opportunity there so all right good deal all right so we're we're running out of time here uh we do want to thank chase neely for being our guest today and you're uh, you're over there from nashville tennessee a really pretty area there uh, and uh, we want to thank uh, our listeners and our viewers today, the Church Solutions Podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the Church Solutions Podcast, I'd encourage you to do that. Uh, give us a rating if you have that opportunity. Always would love to hear from you. And we'd always love to hear if you had any uh, any other topics you'd like us to talk about. We are a streaming video company, but we uh, we do a lot of things. And um, we part of our vision is to be a resource for churches and ministries, because we've been doing this for years. So we thought, why waste our time uh, keeping it to ourselves? So we want to get it out there. That's why we do webinars and all that stuff. You can always reach us at streamingchurch.tv. All right, good enough. Jackson, Stephen, Lacey, thank you for your time today. Oh, glad to be here. And again, Chase Neely, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're very welcome. And uh, thank you, folks, for being a part of the Church Solutions Podcast. Catch us again on another episode. Please take care of yourselves and each other.